Hello and welcome to the F3 Football Podcast, the home of faith and football. In this podcast, we'll hear from Christian footballers at all stages in their careers as they share from their own experiences of following Jesus while being a professional footballer. If you're not already, follow F3 Football on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube and get connected. Now, let's get into the conversation. Hello and welcome to this week's F3 Faith and Football podcast. This week we have Crystal Palace right back, Joel Ward. Joel, how are you doing, mate? I'm all good, thank you. Thanks for uh, inviting me on and letting me be a part of it. Thank you so much for coming on this week, mate. No worries. It's a pleasure to be here. That's great. So just to start off, Joel, for those who are listening today, um, can you just talk a little bit about your career, where you started off, and um, obviously how you've ended up playing for Crystal Palace in the Premier League today? Of course. Um, well, I think from much like a lot of the probably players out there, I think uh, from the moment I could walk, I was kicking a ball. Um, and I think for as long as I can remember, all I've wanted to do is play football. Um, you know, I was fortunate enough to be on the on the books for Portsmouth from a young age. Um and kind of went through the whole school years uh, there, and it was uh, they were amazing for me. Um, I think a lot of people know through my testimony. Really, it's uh, you know I only ever played once a month um, because the games were on Sundays, and we had our church commitments. And my parents kind of um, made a decision that we're gonna we're gonna honour God in that way, um, and you know that comes first, and, and football second, and. I think uh, you know Portsmouth were incredibly understanding, and they honoured me throughout that whole process. Um, you know, I, I went on to get my scholarship, um, and then my first year pro, I, I went on loan to to Bournemouth, um, which was a you know a, a rude awakening into the world of football. Um, you know, we started that season on minus seventeen points after the club, unfortunately, went into administration, and um, but. You know, I think it was an incredible journey uh, that season. I, you know, I, I picked up an injury which kept me out for a while, but you know, we we stayed up um, against all the odds. I think we got to around the Christmas mark and we were on zero points. We clawed it back, um, and the lads went on an incredible run, and, and we managed to stay in the league. Uh, after that, I kind of went back to Portsmouth and um, had three seasons there. One where I made my debut in in the Premier League and. Um, unfortunately, I had a few little niggles, but other than that, was was a, a great journey with Portsmouth and a great um, period that kind of shaped and got me uh, my move to Crystal Palace um, after the club obviously got themselves in into administration and 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 kind of dropped down. Um, but for me, it was a it was a special place to play at Portsmouth, and you know I'm. I'm like I said before, I'm forever grateful for for them honouring what um, you know went on in in the early years of my career, um, and then obviously in 2012 went to went to Palace, and the rest is history. It's been a you know an incredible journey we've been on there, and you know an an amazing amount of records has been broken by the team um, in the time that I've been there, and it's it's been a um, a memorable um, and enjoyable ride. Uh, in the Premier League, so yeah, that's kind of a little bit of background on on my career. I hope hope you're still awake. 
Um, yeah, silly. <laughs> Just in terms of, you talked a little bit there, Joel, obviously you've come through at Portsmouth and it's amazing how, you know, when you honour God, God honours you. And obviously we can see that throughout your, your career, mate, and how well you've done. Um, just talk a little bit to those who are listening today. Uh, what, what's been your journey of faith? How did you become a Christian? And let's talk a little bit about afterwards. Yeah, of course. Um, well, for those, those who don't know, I, I kind of grew up in, in church. Uh, church has been a... Um, you know, a, a huge part of my life and a cornerstone of my life for, for as long as I can remember. Um, my family and I, we, we actually lived in, in, in the church. We lived at the Bible College, uh, New Life Christian Church in Emsworth. And, you know, we grew up there and for the first 12 years or, well, I was actually two when we moved in, but for the first 10 years of my life, we grew up in the church and, you know, it was an incredible um, place to, to be brought up. Um, you know, we had maybe 30 to 40 people living in the in the property at any one time and you know it was it was something that was uh memories are very fond of um of, of growing up there uh so my faith has always always been there from day one really um and I've kind of it's, it's been something like I said it's been a pivotal part of my life and you know my career and and now um you know starting my own family it's something that you know, I want to shape and, and create the environment and, you know, give everything that I can to, to my family and to my son and, and kind of um, try to show him the best way possible. And I think that's something that we get to do as, as parents. Um, we get to bring the best of both of our upbringings um, to, to raise him. And, uh, you know, thankfully we're, we're both strong in our faith and our families have strong in their faith and I know that we're um go on that journey as a family together. Yeah, it's good mate. And you know, Joel, we're we're living in a, a generation now where obviously we, we have access to social media and uh, and obviously now players, especially in the Premier League level, you know, it seems like the your lives are more open to, to scrutiny, uh, to criticism. Um, not only that on the pitch, obviously, you, you experience a lot of setback and, and a lot of pressure and disappointment. Um, how has your faith helped you navigate through all these different trials and tribulations that you, you face and encounter as a, a Premier League footballer, Joe? I think um, for me, you know, I, I guess a lot of people um, nowadays are becoming more open to, to speaking out and being open and, and kind of all that, all that stuff. But I think for me, it, from, from day one, you know, I've been able to use prayer, use a church as, as a opportunity to, um, just kind of go to, um, it's given me a chance to, you know, cast my burdens upon that. And, and, you know, when there are tough times, when there are, um, times that haven't always necessarily gone, according to plan i've i've been able to um call upon the church and call upon god really it's something that you know for me has has been an outlet it's been a cornerstone for me um throughout my career when things are are challenging or you know you come up against an upset or you know you get a setback in injury or anything like that it's um it's you know I th I, there was a there was a quote that always stuck with me for a while actually um, it just popped to mind, which was whether or not a storm comes, we cannot choose, but where we stare during that storm, that we can. 
Um, and that was something for me. We, we get to choose um, our response to a setback, our response to an injury. Um, yes, it's it's painful. Yes, it's upsetting. Um, but you know, if we focus on on that too much, then it it rules and it overshadows what um, can happen if we choose to kind of take the positives from it or we choose to kind of focus on something that's bigger than ourselves. Yeah. Joel, you talk a lot, obviously, in getting to know you. You've had an incredible support network around you, obviously family and also church. Um, Why do you think today a modern-day footballer needs a support group around them, an outlet um, away from, from football? Um, I, th- I think it's it's massively important. Um, you know, I, I, I certainly feel that you know having a, a support group around you enables you to kind of step away from things at times. Um, you know, there's a lot of pressure that people don't really necessarily understand when it comes to playing football. Whether um, you know you're moving away from your family, whether you're moving away from you know what you've known or your friends, and you're kind of going into a place where you know. You, you don't know anyone, um, you know, you could be one minute living at home or living, you know, say, for example, I don't know, like in, in, in Portsmouth and then the next minute you're up in Scotland or you're overseas in Denmark or Sweden or something like that. So having a support group around you that are kind of going to uh, go on the journey and, and uh, help you is is vitally important and, and thankfully for myself you know I've got an incredible wife and incredible family and you know my family and my support group have, have been my rocks at times when you know things are good and when things are challenging you know if there's an injury or if there's you know just um, pressures of, of life around you you need to have to you need people to be able to kind of hold on to and, and kind of distract you from that I think the biggest distraction for me is is now my little son, um, Benji, who's kind of uh, puts into perspective what what life's all about. Yeah, that's great, mate. And you know, obviously, in in 2012, you moved to to London to sign for Crystal Palace and come away yeah. uh, from your family. Yeah. How was that? How was that? Obviously, having that, that support network um, and then coming to London. How did you adjust there? And what advice yeah. did you give to other? You know, young footballers who were listening to this podcast today, and they are, you know, maybe playing the lower leagues and they're moving around quite frequently. Um, mm. How did that? How did you deal with that transition? And what advice yeah. would you give? Um, I'd be lying to say if, it, if uh, I'd be lying to you if I said it was uh, plain sailing and smooth. Um, you know, I, f- I found it pretty difficult uh, when I first moved to Palace. You know, I had all these kind of uh, questions in my head: Have I made the right decision? Is it? am I doing the right thing? And, you know, I, I kind of um, struggled with, with, with it at times, but, you know, I, I think um, for me, it was, you know, it, it was a challenge, um, but having people, you know, the right people around me, the right people coming to see me, the right people kind of speaking into my life was, was massive. Um, you know, I, I, I moved away from something that I had known all my life um, from my church, from my family, from my friends, from the club I've been at since I was, you know, eight years of age. Uh, you know, 
it's it's a big change um and you know you kind of move into an environment that you know you've not experienced before so there's always going to be the difficulties there's always going to be the um the glitz and the glam that catches your eye um and and kind of um invites you in and it's it's kind of a environment that you know obviously you've got to navigate through but i think for any player that's kind of going in into that i think you know don't underestimate about reaching out to people um you know if there's a local church if there's a local kind of people that you know or family friends that um know of people you know it's you know you you need to be able to reach out and you need to put yourself out there um for me i was i was fortunate i knew quite a few people already in london family friends etc that were already at church so it was it was a a relatively um a good um transition to to move into um sorry i'm just having a little bit of a laugh because my son's just out the window laughing at me <laughs> while while we're doing this um but yeah i mean it was uh yeah i think i in in my faith when i came it, it helped me massively um and my moral compass um kept me close to to what i knew was was right and i, I think um you know that that was that was massive for me to have my faith and to have people that i could call upon when needed yeah, um, on your Instagram page, Joel, you have um, Philippines four thirteen, uh, which says, "I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me." And you also yeah. have um, Proverbs sixteen nineteen, which says, "A man plans his ways, but the Lord established his his footsteps in life." Why yeah. are them two scriptures um, obviously so close to your heart and something that you cling on to? Yeah, I mean, I think um, you know the. The Bible's full of, you know, incredible verses, incredible passages, and incredible uh, um, lessons for life. Uh, but for me, you know, those two verses were were important for me because one, you know, I, I you know, I hold my hands up and say I, I, I've never, I was never the most talented um, player growing up. I was never, you know, the golden boy um, who was going to get a free ticket to to being a professional footballer, I had to, you know, graft and, and work hard and, and kind of that's, you know, got me to where it's got me. And, and, um, you know, for me, you know, Proverbs, um, Philippians 4.13 is, is in a sense, my, my journey, you know, what was impossible, you know, he made a way for me. Um, and I can hold on to that scripture and it's something that's kind of stuck with me for, you know, my life so far um, is that, you know, you, you may not be the best of the best, but, you know, at the end of the day, all things are possible through Christ. Um, and then, you know, my, my verse is, is something that for me speaks to me in a way that, you know, we can, you know, have our plans, have our, the way in which that we want to do things, but ultimately, you know, God elevates you. Um, he will use you, and He's the only one that can can do that. Um, we can kind of plan out our lives and say we're going to do this and do that, but ultimately, you know, God, uh, God is the one that elevates us, not man. Um, and that's something that's always stuck with me as well. 
Is there any testimonies, Joe, like what comes to your heart um, where you've really seen the hand of the Lord intervene in, in your life or in your family, in your career, um, through prayer or just through encouragement? Is there any, anything that sticks out to you? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I almost touched on that earlier when about moving, when we moved to, uh, when I first moved to London. Um, you know, I, I feel um, personally in my life, I, I've never it's not always been a, a big booming booming voice um from up above that's kind of told me what's going on or um what to do next but it's uh it's often been people that have come into my life at certain periods um which has been uh you know pivotal for me um you know when i first moved to london like i said it wasn't plain sailing and um you know i i found myself kind of maybe going towards um a life that you know wasn't necessarily wasn't necessarily me I, I moved away from Portsmouth I moved away from my family church um that I grew up in and I, I kind of came out from under the umbrella of of that blessing um you know living at home with my parents I was under their blessing and you know I, I moved in had my flat and was in London and and kind of was kind of questioning things what what am I doing like I said earlier have I made the right decision and I got you know as as any young lad at times will do they kind of saw the glitz and the glam of London and and the lifestyle and and everything like that and it was it was tempting um but for me you know I, I found myself one day kind of just on my knees um and I just had a sense that I needed to make the decision for myself to you know, what life am I going to lead? What kind of um, decisions am I going to make that, you know, am I going to walk away from from what I've known all my life or am I going to kind of carve out something that I know is is, is the right thing to do? Um, you know, the decisions I make now are going to have an impact on the decisions and, and the life that I lead for the rest of my life. So what, what am I going to do? Um, and I kind of just found myself on my knees, just crying out to God and just asking him to kind of intervene and help me and, and kind of just support me, um, if anything. And like I said, the people that came into my life were people that, you know, just put their arms around me and helped me and, and walked through me, walked through the journey with me. Um, you know, I think I, I got up that day and, and went into church and the pastor there, Gary Clark at the time was talking and, um, all these doubts of the right decision and the decision that I made to move to London, etc. Um, you know, it was all kind of, I felt at peace because he said um, in his message, he said, it's not always the decision that matters. It's, it's the commitment to the decision. Um, and, you know, if, if God is at the forefront of, of the decision, if God is at in the center of your heart, then it will be fruitful. Um, yes. There's, it's not going to be plain sailing. Yes, it's going to be tough and there's going to be decisions that you've got to make and hard decisions and difficult decisions and there's going to be setbacks. But ultimately, you know, if, if God is at the centre, then he's going to use you and glorify you. And, and, and like we said before, if you want a God, here on a you. Yeah, that's awesome, mate. You know, it, it just really reminds me of that, you know, all things work together for good that those who love God and those who are called absolutely to your purpose you know and that was a real pivotal moment in your life and maybe people listening today 
you know, we're at, we're at that decision, you know, that moment of decision of whether to, you know, walk away from the Lord or really begin to build the lives on the foundation of Christ. And we would just encourage you today that, you know, make the decision that Joel's made, you know, be committed to, to Christ and, and walk through whatever known um, the Lord is, is going to be with you. Absolutely. Joel, um, what advice um, would you give to, to, to footballers who are listening to this podcast today? I think first in, in a spiritual sense, in terms of prayer, the Bible, um, obviously being planted in a church, having a, a support network around you, mm. and also just in a practical sense as well, in terms of training, and discipline, diet, etc. What advice would you give to anybody listening today? Um, I think for I think for me, uh, one of the biggest things is to be you. Um, you know, ultimately you have to be true to yourself and, and you have to kind of let you shine through, um, you know, and, and just kind of be yourself because, you know, I think there's a lot of pressure on, on players and footballers in, in the world today to, to be this and to be that. Um, there's a lot of stereotypes and, and everything. And, you know, it's not always the case. I think, you know, there's, you know, some amazing guys, who are footballers who kind of have faith and, you know, you see that shine through and, and ultimately being you is, is the most powerful testimony you can, you can share. Um, I think, you know, we can sometimes get caught up and live in a double standard uh, life and ultimately it's not going to do you any favours. Um, so one of the biggest things for me would be to be you, um, to have that support net, net, uh, network around you you know, hold the, hold the ones you love and the ones that you're closest to um, very tight throughout your, your career because everything is always changing. Um, like we said, you know, people can be playing here one day and playing there the next. Um, and you need people in your life that are going to come around you, support you and help you, um, but also give you a clip around the ear um, if you're, if you're getting too big for your boots, um, you know, <laughs> I remember there was multiple times where my brother and my, my old man um, kind of would would sit me down and, and have a heart to heart and a chat and, and check me on things. Um, and, you know, it's those moments you remember and those moments that shape you. So having, having people around you is, is you can never underestimate it. Um, whether it's your, your your family, your your wives, your brothers, your sisters, your whatever it may be, you know, it's 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 so important to have that. And um, you know, for me, I'm I'm so grateful for for my wife Jess and my my little boy Benji, who's, who's kind of really shaped and uh, taught me a whole new meaning of life in a sense as well. Um, so I think I think they're huge huge things to kind of um, hold on to, and I think people that are gonna speak into your life in a in a proper way um you know the church has been like we said a, a massive thing for me you know being able to pray being able to cast your burdens upon something that's bigger than yourself and lay it at the foot of the cross is is uh is is so important you know there's, there's times where things are tough and things are hard but you know if you've got an anchor in god um and you've got an anchor in that then 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 it's it's something that you can release um a lot of your pressure onto uh and that's something that i've done 
throughout my career is just being able to kind of pull it, pray about it and, and kind of work my way through it. And it's not always, like I said, a, a megaphone from from above that comes down and tells you what to do. Sometimes it's just someone stepping into your life and putting their arm around you and, and kind of just saying that they're with you, um, that they've got your back. And that's sometimes the most reassuring thing that you can ever have in your life is someone just kind of saying that they're supporting you and they're with you and they're going to walk through whatever it may be. Um, mm. But yeah, I think, I think they're, they're two massive things or three massive things really. Um, you know, I was fortunate enough to, to have Linvoy um, Primus uh, ahead of me at Portsmouth who kind of helped shape me as a person and, and have the confidence to let me be me um, with my faith and to be open and honest um, and to show me that, you know, we can be, we can wear our faith on our sleeves and wear our heart on our sleeves that, you know, people will respect that um, and actually respect you more if you are honest and open about who you are as a person and, and the faith and the journey that you're going on. Um, on a practical level, uh, for me, I think um, the art of working hard and um, disciplining yourself and kind of giving everything you've got sometimes is lost nowadays. I think some people think they've got a free ticket um, and I think uh, that's a that's a dangerous path to walk down. So, you know, for me, attitude is is uh, something that is vital, so important. Like I touched on earlier, I was never the most talented um, player. I was never the golden boy. But, you know, one thing I, I knew I would do is give everything I've got um and when i look back you know i don't want to have any regrets and and sometimes uh it's uh it's sometimes it's too late um and you kind of want to want to roll back the clock and i didn't i didn't want to experience that so you know having the attitude of and the desire to go out there and give everything i can and say that you know what if i make it i know i've given it my all um and if if i don't make it at least I can hold my hands up and say that I've been honest with myself and I've given it my best shot. Um, so I think all we can do is use the platform that we've we've been given um, to to glorify God and and to kind of work hard and you know ultimately take those opportunities and you know we we get um, we get a chance to chance to do that and you know it's like I said before I'm, you know I have to count my blessings. Um, because, uh, you know, you have to rejoice in the, in the small things and the little milestones that you make throughout your career. And, you know, I think you, you look back on it and see the hand of God just shaping and, and working through. So um, the biggest one for me, like I said, is attitude um, and, and just committing yourself wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly to, to your career. You know, Joel, it's, I'm so encouraged by what you just shared, especially with, with the support network around you, because often when we think about support, especially with footballers, we think about just people in our lives who, what we probably call yes-men, who would just yeah. agree with us all the time, you know, and Absolutely. not really challenges. But you know what, it's just great to hear that you had a, you know, a father and a brother who actually called you out, you know, on, on stuff that they knew probably wasn't right in your life and probably could have took you down you know, a wrong path um, with a wrong attitude. And yeah. again, attitude, you know, attitude being your altitude and, you know, having that um, sense of humility 
you know, and it's an incredible um, characteristic to have. And I think that many of us in, in football and in the world value humility. humility. Yeah. Mean, obviously, as footballers, sometimes a stereotype has been prideful and arrogant and full of ourselves. But um, I'm just yeah, so encouraged to, go to hear that, you know, that there's people you've had in your life who have kept you in check. And I just encourage anybody who's in this podcast today that, you, you know, the Bible says that iron sharpens iron that. You need people around you who are going to sharpen you, and a few sparks may, may you know, fly off that sharpening sometimes. Mm, absolutely. You know, but they're me, your best friends, who tell you the truth yeah. and love, you know, and, and keep you um, building on solid foundations. And um, yeah, it is just so encouraging to hear. Yeah, no, absolutely, and it's uh, it's something that um, you know, like I said, is is underestimated. You need those people that are gonna. Uh, bring you down a couple of pegs if you need to be brought down a couple of pegs um, because ultimately, you know, they're only doing what is, uh, they've only got your best uh, interest at heart. Um, and for me, you know, having having that around me was, you know, it shaped me into who I am. Like you said, iron sharpens iron. And it's not always your family. Sometimes it's your friends or, or like I said, people that um, kind of come into your life in certain seasons and, and uh, kind of challenge you. And, and sometimes that's, that's the, the work of God kind of working through them. Uh, Great. Thank you for sharing that, Joel. And thank you for coming on the F3 podcast this week. God bless you and God bless the rest of your season. Thank you for listening to this episode of the F3 Football Podcast. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts to get notified when the next episode is released. And make sure you give us a five-star rating on iTunes Podcast, as this will help to get the message out far and wide. For all things F3 Football, visit our website at f3football.co.uk.